hosting a Mexican Independence Day celebration used a racial slur against the African-American family. That word shouldn't be used towards us. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be used towards anybody. Nobody should use that word because that's a bad word. A few minutes later, two women allegedly attacked the girl when she didn't move her three-month-old Yorkie out of their way. The sixth grade honor student and cheer captain named her puppy Barbie. Washington and her mom say Barbie was stepped on by one of the women but survived. Then they say the aggressors targeted Washington. I looked up. A bottle came towards my face, being thrown to my face. Injuries happened after neighbors hosting a Mexican Independence Day celebration used a racial slur against the African-American family. That word shouldn't be used towards us. What's up, family tonight? This is your Black and Brown Coalition, Jim Crow Joe's America. This is Jim Crow Joe's America, y'all. Where the foundational Black Americans, the people that built this country, you have a situation where this young 11-year-old Black girl, she gets attacked by these two Mexican women. And you know, the last attack was out there in Long Beach. I think it was out there in Long Beach or somewhere out in LA where this little, this young sister was with her friends. She was with all her little Mexican friends and some grown ass Mexican woman. I'm telling you, they letting these buffer class folks come in here left and right. And they're attacking our little children. That's what's going on. Biden's America. For real, that's that's what's happening. And they let niggas like this over here. This is the Negroes they 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 let over here. Some type of they have some type of disposition as if, oh, oh, I can't get nothing because I'm black, or I can't get nothing because I'm white, or I can't get nothing because I'm Asian. It's all bullshit, bull crap. One question. Are you a uh Oh, oh yeah, they're gonna record. Where, where, where your, where's your family from? Are you descendant of slaves of America? Am I a descendant of slaves? Like Jamaican or like? Yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm 75 percent Panamanian. Oh, oh there so we go. Your family is from somewhere else, speaking on American issues. Okay, what, do, what, what are you alluding to? Um, this is an American. Oh, issue. That, that brother called him up. Shout out to that Dominican brother. See, cleaning house. We need, we need more. We need more brothers from the diaspora to cl start cleaning house. Now it's a family discussion. We got to check some of our cousins. That's that's all it is, man. We just got to check our cousins. Like I remember that analogy I used before, y'all. You might have a cousin, right? Now this nigga, this nigga might have been living somewhere. He might have been living in Caprini Green or he might have, I don't know. He might have been living anywhere. Let's just, let's just say Caprini Green was still around. And let's just say you got a cousin that's on the seventh floor on the raggediest block. Or any project building in America. And it's the raggediest block. This nigga don't keep his hygiene together. His block is dusty. His floor is dusty. Everybody's dusty. And then now you come and grab this nigga from the projects. You know, it's your cousin. 
We all got those cousins where you're like, man, this nigga here. But then now, you are living high on the hog, or ne not necessarily even high on the hog. You you living decent, and your cousin got the nerve to tell you one day, well. Nigga, you need to do this and you need to do that. This nigga was living with cockroaches and rodents and flying lemurs. <laughs> this nigga was li was living with flying lemurs and roaches and 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 and, and shadow cats and shit jumping around in, in in his house. And he comes over and has the nerve to give you some advice about yours. Now, mind you, this nigga ain't paid rent. This nigga probably got felony conviction at the felony conviction. He done frauded the EBT, you know, and he fled his his Section 8 housing. He can't get Section 8 housing anymore because he's been letting niggas sell crack and, you know, letting all the fentanyl heads, you know, hang out at his house and stuff like that. So he fled his area to come to live with you. And now he's criticizing on how you live. It's just your distant cousins. It's just your distant cousins. Now this brother from D from DR checked his ass. Right, and I'm Dominican, so I feel like my family got opportunity off of what was already built. Why are you speaking on an American issue that should be left to the dichotomy of America? Okay. I can I can answer that. The reason why is because they're making money off of your grievances. The Cap. reason the reason they're making money off of your grievances. Well, the, 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 the sentiments that you feel about America, they're making money off of that. Why are you speaking on issues that should be left to, because I got to repeat the question, I guess I apologize, I don't know if I was clear enough. Yeah, because you didn't answer it. Why are you speaking, respectfully, sorry, if I... I wish I could find it, that's, that's a classic. That's been going around on the internet, and see, what the freedmen here, what we're dealing with right now, we're dealing with a bunch of Negroes like that. We got to get them out the mix. We can't build no coalition or we can't build nothing with niggas like that. We, it just ain't going to happen. And the more we expose it, the more we talk about it, it's, it's family business. We, we going to get it together, y'all. We going to get it together, but it's going to be some serious straightening going on. I'll be damned. I'm definitely going to use my platform to talk about it every damn time. Anytime I see a coon or a tether that's talking against the freedmen, because really what you, he, he don't go and he don't talk to, he don't talk to white mommy and white daddy like that. He don't do that. Wherever he came from, wherever, wherever he's colonized, because we're colonized globally. This ain't no, oh, well, niggas over here just ain't colonized. You know, we're, we're all colonized, but we're the most resistant. The, the world looks at us as, as the most resistant. Niggas resist. Like I said before, Julius Malema, we really heavily rock with him over here. Julius is surrounded. He got some real niggas surrounded by him too. But he's surrounded by a bunch of niggas that don't really want to go against the grain. Let's just keep it real. That's why he's having so much trouble rallying around. Get rid of the board. Hold on. Shout out to Julius Malema. Let's play that. Elon don't like this. I'm about to play this. No, we we, we gonna play that. I gotta find that song. That's gonna get heavy play. 
Oh, here we go. Yes, sir. When I'm sitting, where were you when I'm dream? Hey, so fast, kitchy. Hey, boy, yeah, so fast, kitchy. That's what I'm talking about. Kitchy, 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 yes, sir. Sibram Konto, a liar. Sibram Konto, a Shoot to kill. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. That's sir. I have to play that again. You when I'm sit. Where were you when I'm dream? So fast, kitchy. Hey boy. So fast, kitchy. Hey daddy. Kitchy, kitchy, kitchy. Kitchy, kitchy, kitchy. Sibram Konto, a liar. Elon don't like that one. Shoot to kill. Hey. Shoot to kill. Come on, sir. The, the, the hell with the boar Boar don't get no love on the Bagland podcast Kick they ass out And get rid of these coon ass niggas Like this nigga talking here Get rid of this coon ass Get, get rid of them We don't need oh. them Oh I can't get nothing because I'm black Or I can't get nothing because I'm white Or I can't get nothing because I'm Asian It's all boom. This nigga fled from Panama and came over here to the descendants of the slaves because you couldn't get it popping in Panama, nigga. Shout out to Panama. You couldn't get it popping in Panama, nigga. So you came over here talking slick. The Dominican brothers like, hey, wait a minute, don't don't speak on the descendants, damn it. He out there cooning for white mommy and white daddy. That's what he's doing. See, he he don't like this. He would say that Julius Malema basically needs to give the money back. Oh, uh, give it to white mommy and white daddy. He don't like that Julius spirit. He don't like the freedman spirit. He don't like the, the revolutionary spirit. He don't like that. He don't like that. He's not liking it at all. Now with that sister that got beat, that 11 year old, there was no arrests that were made. Matter of fact, let me go in here. What's this nigga Snoop talking about? Let's see what this nigga's talking about. Let's see what he's talking about. Ain't no fucking way in the world. I just want to say this real quick. Now, on the political shit, ain't no fucking way in the world y'all can vote for Donald Trump when he come back up again. If it is, if y'all do vote for him, y'all some stupid motherfuckers. I'm saying that to y'all. And this punk motherfucker don't care. Don't vote for that nigga. Please don't. Look what he do. 
He just don't give a fuck. Y'all, honest, blue-collar, hard-working people and suffering. So if he don't care about y'all, he really don't give a fuck about us. So fuck him, too. Shut up, Snoop. Fuck everybody down with Donald Trump. I said it, yes, Shut up, Snoop. Shut your ass up, nigga. You need to speak about the LAPD race soldiers that's, that's cornering the market. All these illegal aliens in California, nigga. You ain't say nothing about that. You ain't got to vote for Don J. But this, this sounds this sound like he's leaning on the liberal limousine right here. I don't, I don't like that. Nigga, you don't, you're not politically inclined at all. This nigga ain't said a word about the LAPD race soldiers. These, uh, these LAPD race soldiers, Compton PD, all of them folks running around killing black folks and beating the hell out of black folks down there. This nigga ain't said nothing about this. Let's pull it up. MPD, alleg, okay, this is from March 25th, 2022. I've been talking about this for a while. Alleged gangs in the LA Sheriff's Department to be in, uh, investigated by the oversight panel. Last year, journalist Cerise Castle authored an investigation into gangs within the LA, uh, LA County Sheriff's Department. Now, Cerise Castle, I believe that, that sister was on the Breakfast Club. Her life was threatened a couple different times. Let me see. Yep, that's her. Cerise Castle, this, this sister here. LA-based journalists. Where, where, where the LA niggas at with this? Where the LA niggas at with this uh, speaking out on this? I'm not sure if it was covered on um, Street TV by uh, Alexando. I, th I think he did cover it. Matter of fact, I think he did. They said there's 18 gangs in the LA County Sheriff's Department, Snoop Dogg. What you got to say about that? Nigga, that's your backyard. I ain't heard that nigga say a peep. Nothing. The announcement of the committee's investigation comes real uh comes roughly a year after Knock LA published Castle's investigation. It was quite a full circle moment for me to see that an independent investigation of these deputy gangs is being pursued, Castle said. Told NPR News. Many of the stories don't make it to the news. What's up with the mainstream? What's up with the megalomaniacal, masochistic mainstream media down there? What's up with Coon Karen Bass? What's up with what's up with Karen Bass down there? What's up with your Negro mayor down in LA County? I ain't heard him say nothing. Oh, let me play this national state of emergency because of the massive influx of immigrants that just crossed over the Texas border? Why is no one talking about how the massive influx of these Venezuelan middle-aged men are protected through the Biden administration and allowed to work and even serve in the military? If I'm not mistaken, didn't the governors just come forward and say that there was a literal epidemic of immigrants in the USA to the point where it's breaking down the budget and there's a crisis in NYC where they're sleeping in the police station? Bam. When asked what was going to be done about this, the Biden administration came forward and said, hey, we're giving temporary protective status over 472,000 Venezuelans. Why? That is 40% of the immigrants that are in NYC of the 600,000 that have just came in since July 31st. And why are all of these people middle-aged men? Can we talk about that?
country they are predominantly single adult men filing into the Roll country men. a lot of them waving to our cameras what's up venezuela you can hear a boat going by me right now that is a border patrol boat these boats have had minimal impact the mexican mili uh, military has been deployed on the mexican side of the river that did not stop this mass illegal crossing from taking place it was non-stop for two hours guys these images one thing about it is when people go to war the wife and the family stay back. So my question is, Biden, what is the real plan here? As an American who is going through food shortages, we are going through the beginning of another pandemic. We have trouble finding jobs, childcare, adequate health insurance. Like I'm trying to figure out what the, why is- Yeah, it, it, it hits different. It hits different when the sisters come out when the sisters come out, for this it hits different. Stop going to your polling place and just voting Democrat, Democrat, Democrat without even knowing what's going on just because you've been told to always vote for the Democratic Party. What has the Democratic Party done for us as black people in the past, I don't fucking know, 50 years? Even the first black president, he didn't do shit for the advancement of black people That's in this big country facts. whatsoever. Barack Obama did more for the LGBTQ community, more for the gay community. He didn't do nothing for niggas, nothing. them and their advancement and their rights than he did for black people the entire eight years he was in office. So why are we still sitting up here voting Democrat when they don't do shit for us? When we have old white men telling us, you ain't black if you don't vote for me, but then he goes into office and does absolutely nothing for black Americans, but we sit up here and we vote Democrat every single time because we've been told to. As it helps you- 150 a years, Lyndon B. Johnson said, I'll have them Negroes voting 150 years. Now I'm not saying you should go go out and just say, well, hey, let's go for Donald J. But the thing is, man, we give giving them niggas free votes. Shout out to this nigga. Shout out to this nigga. He couldn't make it in Senegal. He had to come here to the freedmen. Off their enemies, right. you know, the enemy generations, yep. whatever else. You still have your names. Right, right. And letting go of the past and blaming the past on every mishap. Uh-oh. The past go. This was the first time I felt black people just felt comfortable. Right. And with no type of disease, you right. know, I mean. Uh, I, I think it's, it's also the art of just letting the past go. Yeah. And moving towards the future. And I think in the U.S., they have this stigma of just not letting go of the past and blaming the past on every mishap or, you know, disappointment. And I think as long as you hold on to that past, it's just a lot of weight that you carry with you everywhere you go. And it's hard. Yeah, to but the, the, here's the thing, brother Akon. Here's the thing, nigga. When it, when it comes down to everybody else getting paid, they hold on to the past. They holding on to the past and they want their tangibles. Move forward and move fast when you got to, you know, wait on your back. Right. You just got to let it go. There's also been no reparations and there's been, you know. Yeah, but unfortunately, man, like, it's not like America is going to take the initiative to do it. I mean, otherwise they would have did it already, yeah. you know. Indians got reparations. The Jewish got reparations for Holocaust and it wasn't even done in America. <laughs> right You know what I'm saying Italians so, got reparations Italians got reparations Japanese I mean, Japanese okay, got reparations Okay but the thing is is Here's the problem man Remember And see this is Again This is our distant cousins We gonna have to do some straightening You tell us we should forget We shouldn't worry about it Whatever the case may be The whole Wakanda Wakanda package No, nah, we ain't buying that Nigga you haven't built nothing in Senegal 
to come over here and, and tell us what we should forget about. Remember, you came over here and ingrained yourself in the hip-hop, R&B, the black American culture. We helped prop you up. We're, we're, you got to think, you couldn't have did that back home. No shade, you couldn't have did that back home. And I bet you ain't said nothing about this, nigga. I should not pretend that the present-day economic and social conditions of Africa have nothing to do with the historical injustices that have fashioned the structures of the world. It is time to acknowledge openly that much of Europe and the United States have been built from the vast wealth harvested from the sweat, tears, blood and horrors of the transatlantic slave trade and the centuries of colonial exploitation. Maybe we should also admit that it cannot be easy to build confident and prosperous societies from nations that for centuries have their natural resources looted and their peoples traded as... Now, this is President Akufo Addo at the, at the UNGA 78. This was September 20th. He's saying reparations must be paid for the slave trade. No amount of money will ever make up for the horrors, but it will make a point that evil was perpetuated. He ain't asking for an apology. He, he damn it. He damn it. He wants a check and he should get it. Ghana should get reparations. If he's fighting for reparations, I support it. Go ahead and get your reparations, brother. Get your reparations. We need ours. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we need ours. My great 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 grandma toiled on in that soil. We need our check. We sure do. Martin Luther King said, "Next time we go, we getting our check. We want our check." So when you hear shit like this, yeah, it's just you know it's it's, it's to the point now where African Americans have to really understand their worth and realize that America was never or intended to ever you know, consult or even make up for any of that. They, okay, we understand that. But you came over here to the Freedmen. We didn't, we didn't go over there. You came over here. There's a reason why you over here, nigga. You were over here making, I'm locked up, they won't let me out. Yeah, you were making all that. Not over back in, you weren't doing that back in Senegal. You were doing that here. You were not doing that back home, bro. You had to come to the soil. Bottom line, that's not up for the debate. You couldn't have did. You couldn't have did that and made and made they. You couldn't have had a number one record back in Senegal. You couldn't have done that. You couldn't have done that. Who is this dude? I'm surprised they put this on. What? What is this? Is this Rogan? <laughs> is because there's this great history of oppression. Yeah. From Africa. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He saw us. Right. They basically said the first thing he did was take slaves. He didn't bring slaves. He took slaves from the island. He captured people. So when you have colonization, you got to remember, the United States was only built 13 colonies at first, right? You think this whole land was empty? No, there were natives here. Right. But today we're taught that natives is some other people. No, natives are the melanated African being that has come here since the the the, the beginning. Who's Hotep Jesus? I don't know who this is. It, that just popped up. Anyway, yeah, man. No, this dude was on Rogan. It sounded like he was listening to some Ivan Van Sertima or whatnot. 
No, he should. Yeah, Ghana should get their reparations. Absolutely. But he ain't. Now he ain't saying that to Ghana. I guarantee you that nigga ain't saying that to Ghana. He ain't saying that to nobody in Ghana. If if Senegal basically said, "Hey man, we don't want to forget about the past. We need reparations. We need reparations." Africa has been reported and proved that minerals, gold, pretty much everything. Y'all need to kick them Europeans out. I've heard some brothers say, well, man, you need to go back. We need to invest or whatever. Y'all got to get y'all shit straightened out over there a little bit, too. It's too much tribalism going on. Y'all got to straighten some of that stuff out there, too, before you tell us we need to come over there and invest. Because the thing is, is this 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 idea, well, you should forget all about it. Ain't nothing going to happen or whatever. Nigga, ain't nothing happening over there. That's why you came over here. You came over here for a reason. So don't don't talk down to us like that. You see what I'm saying? Don't do that, bro. Listen, man, listen to this shit. This nigga from Nirvana. Look, look what we brought to the table. Pharrell was looking like damn. Pharrell was looking like damn. You should have seen the look on his face like damn, nigga. Like I'm disappointed. Stop saying I'm a good drummer because I'm the most basic fucking drummer. If you listen to Nevermind, the Nirvana record, I pulled so much stuff from the Gap Band and Cameo uh. and Tony Thompson on every one of those songs. All that. Dave Grohl from, from, from the Disco. See? That's there all you go. it is. He <laughs> said, that's all it I is. I hear that. Nobody makes the connection. That's straight up Gap Band. I told Tony Thompson that came to my house for a barbecue with somebody. And I was like, man, I just want to thank you because, you know, I owe so much. I've been ripping you off my whole life. He goes, I know. Whoa. The big disco flam. <clears throat> like, it works every time. Stop saying Black American disco music. While Fat Joe and all these niggas, they up there, yeah, they up there trying to, oh, Puerto Ricans help create hip hop. They ain't create a damn thing. Nigga, we had James Brown. Fuck you talking about, nigga. We had James, man, let me, let me stop. Let me get out my emotions. Fuck is you talking about, nigga. We had James Brown. Nah, we going to go into this. Nigga, yeah, James Brown. That was you talking about. Let me play this. We you know we had James Brown. This look. What do you think of music around today, especially things like hip hop and Run DMC and the Beastie Boys? Well, those are poor copies. Uh, well, not say poor copies, but they were the copies of what they thought I was doing in the sixties, like let the brother rap. And uh, see, I started the rap, the rap music, and. Uh, what they're doing is things I did years ago. But see, rap music is kind of a variation. I mean, kind of a, it's like the end of a James Brown song, what we would do at the very end. Akon ain't listening. See, you, you only make statements, see, you only make statements like that when you ain't from here. You're going to make a statement like that. Well, we need to forget about it. And this, that, and the third. Nigga, you wasn't saying that back at the crib. You wasn't saying that at the motherland. Shout out to James Brown, man. James Brown, you might as well say, James Brown pretty much gave hip-hop its uh. 
James Brown was downbeat. James Brown kind of gave him man all them records are sample from James Brown, nigga. What are you talking about? All them records is sample from James Brown. No, we just we 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 just doing some straightening for our for for our distant cousins. That's all we doing. It's gonna be some straightening. You don't yeah. You don't get to come over here and talk slick about the descendants, nigga. No, because you couldn't have did that shit back home. Let's keep it one hundred. Again, like I said, we you know we love the motherland. You couldn't have did that shit back home, nigga. You got the game from James Brown. You got the game from Motown. That's where you got it from. You didn't get it from Senegal. Genetically, yes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The culture, couple, three, four, couple hundred years ago. But as a new re-engineered nigga that has lost his language, I don't, like I say, I don't know where my folks is from, from Africa. I know that's where we're originally from, but I don't, I, don't, I don't know where my people are from. I couldn't even tell you what country. Likely somewhere from West Africa. But this whole idea of talking slick against the, the freedmen, no, nah, we ain't having that because you can only do that if you perfect your craft back at the crib. When your cousin comes over to your house and he's coming from Caprini Green and that nigga's talking shit about, man, nigga, you need a new Toyota, man. Oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. Nigga, you was living on Section 8. Nigga, you was living on Fentanyl, Fentanyl Alley, nigga. You was living on Section 8 with Fentanyl Alley. You had a sloppy 4 to 16 size Wash your ass once a week hood rat that was living with you sitting back listening to some sexy red and some and some and some Sukiana. She was sitting back in a cockroach infested project cooking old beans and rice with no with, with not the correct seasoning and your bank account has been on E for three and a half to four and a half months and you're in court. For a pending felony nigga And you want to come over here to my house That's clean as hell You know what I'm saying Put together Not necessarily a mansion Or nothing like that of the sort But you want to come in here And lecture me on what I should be doing With my economics Nigga no 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 no, no. We, We're not having this that This trend going around It's this Caribbean sister And she she had to do some straightening too I'm, I'm, I'm playing the black perspective I'm playing the Negro news I'm playing the foundational report the Freedmen's Report, the Freedmen's Bureau, nigga. We need a new Freedmen's Bureau. Shout out to the Freedmen's Bureau. She's doing some straightening, telling her folks, hey, hey, don't, don't, you, don't you come over here and disrespect the soil of the folks that unlaid the foundation for you to come over here. So you ain't got to be sitting back and, you know, if Akon was over in Senegal right now and he and he never came over there, that nigga would have never had, I'm locked up, they won't let me out. He would have never had that hit. So this trend going around where people who are either African or Caribbean or from some other place, you know, um, I'm Big Carter, don't call me Camo. And, and you're saying, don't call you African-American. Stop that. Y'all look weird. Stop this weirdo shit. Because here's the truth. If it wasn't for African-Americans, our black ass, your mammy, your pappy, and whoever came here first, black ass wouldn't even be here. But for the African-Americans civil rights movements that gave all of us fucking rights. So stop this weirdo shit yes. that y'all are doing on the Internet. I am very proud to be Bahamian. I'm very proud to be Caribbean. There is a culture that is unique to us. that comes. And, and from you know Caribbean. what? And she should be. 
You should be proud of your heritage and we should be too. We should be proud that we have MLK and Ida B. Wells and we had Nat Turner and that we had, well, I was going to say Messy Jesse. <laughs> I'm not proud of, I ain't really too much proud about Messy Jesse and Al Sharpton. They might have did a little something here and there, but you know. But, you know, you yeah, you should you should be proud of your heritage. If you're Jamaican and you say, well, hey, I'm Jamaican, I'm proud of, I, I like Bob Marley, well, you know, Marcus Garvey or whatever, okay. You should be proud of that. You shouldn't be proud of no coonery. Shouldn't nobody be proud of that. But you should be proud of that. You just come from a different experience. You just come from a different nigga experience. That's that's all it really is. Nigga got dropped off in a different boat. You should be proud of your fucking experience. If you proud of where you wherever you come from, your culture, you should be proud of that. You should definitely be proud of that shit. You shouldn't be like, well, hey, man, where, where you come from? Where your people from, fam? Man, you, I don't really want to tell you all that. You ain't proud? Oh. I got to look at you sideways. You know, I'm a big fan of Game of Thrones and the power dynamics of Game of Thrones. And they ask you, where you nigga, where you're from? Where are you from? House stock, house Tully. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll, they'll tell you. And I don't know Caribbean people who aren't proud, but I'd be damned if I got on the Internet and insult a group of people, black people. Our brothers and sisters and cousins and siblings, I'd be damned if I get on the internet and insult them when I understand, had it not been for them, my black ass wouldn't be here. Your black ass wouldn't be here. Your mammy and pappy would still be in whatever fucking country they were in before. Yes, Stop it. Y'all are weird for doing this. You can be very proud of where you come from without insulting the people who made it possible for you and me and every fucking body else to be here. See, what, what the government did, especially in the 60s, they figured, well, you know, if they bring in a buffer class to undermine, because, you know, y'all got to understand, it's always almost like some MK Ultra type of stuff. Black folks here in America probably looked at, oh, this is reinforcements coming over here to fight white supremacy and race soldiers. And the race soldier was like, hey, stay away from them niggas. They sell crack and they gang bang and this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, over here, we kind of understand. We might kind of talk shit like, man, these niggas, man. Like, but for the most part, we don't really have no pure hate. I seen there was a hit piece that came out talking about some old, and they tried to use that little divide or whatever. What it is is we're we're in a, we're in a separation phase right now. You ever had a air had a had a had a water filtration system? In a water filtration system, there's certain articles, minerals, um, there's certain chemicals and things that you want to separate, right? There's toxic chemicals that you want to separate. You don't want those chemicals to be in your cup when you drink. So that's all we doing. Hey, wait a minute. These niggas is coons. They toxic. Got to get them out the mix because the thing is they'll undermine you. If you look at the Panthers, if you look at King, if you look at Malcolm, you look any any time where a black person was murdered, that was a revolutionary or anybody that was undermined nine times out of ten, they used a coon. Sometimes they use a coon that wasn't from here that we didn't really recognize. Um, but they use they always use the coon. Um, 
they got a new movie coming out with some nigga. What's that dude? Uh, Bayard Rustin. He was a lettuce, bacon, and tomato sambo, and he was basically talking that old. Well, you know, in print, so many words. You know, black folks got everything they need. Now let me get me a white zaddy. You see what I'm saying? He was talking like that. So, you know, that was that was the kind of things we were up against. So this sister's pretty much drawing the line saying, hey, if you if you cooning, no, we we not rocking with you. A look weird. Stop it. Yeah. I'm telling you, when the sisters, when the sisters say it, it is real different. When you hear like a Crest Wells in and they be calling it out, it, it hits it is different. Now listen to this sister right here. Speaking of which, Brother Malcolm right here. Let's play this audio. Throwback. Raising my voice, but I get excited when a white man. Uh, excuse me for raising my voice, but I get excited when a white man uh, becomes so concerned over Negroes defending themselves. Uh, all the white man has to do is stop brutalizing the Negro, and, he, and then he doesn't have to worry about the Negro doing whatever is necessary to defend himself. It's enough to get you excited. <laughs> They, they take the Negro and, and disarm him of his intelligence by telling him to turn the other cheek. He should be peaceful, he should be law-abiding. But at any time anybody tries to make him the victim of brutality, he should retaliate with the maximum force at his disposal. No matter what the odds against him are, he should retaliate. And the only ones who are going to start telling him that the odds against him are too great are these Negro Uncle Toms. And anybody who teaches Negroes today to turn the other cheek is, is actually uh, committing a crime. Anyone who teaches Negroes to love those who hate him is actually making the Negro co go contrary to the law of nature Absolutely. and making the Negro go contrary to his own intelligence. And see, like that one dude that was up there talking about, well, uh, black folks make it seem like they can't do this and they can't do that and, 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 and all this. And the Dominican brother checked his ass and said, wait a minute, you speaking on the foundationals. You, sir, are speaking on foundational black Americans, descendants of slaves, freedmen's, Hebrew, whatever the fuck niggas want to call it, whatever. You're speaking on us over here. But you didn't do that back home. No, 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 no. That nigga did not do that back home at all. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I want to talk about... There's a case... I really won't cover that. That's really, I don't really need that. Um, let's talk about this here. It's yours. <laughs> That's old. No one is going to know that. I like, I like, I like, can't touch this by MC Hammer. <laughs> okay, and, and why do you like that one? Because oh. it's raging and he's funky. <laughs> funky dance steps. Now, okay, no, but there's parents out there listening to this that think he's serious. Why is the audience laughing? I want to ask you, why do so many people get on Hammer? I mean, the man sold 10 million records. I'm not getting on Hammer, and I'm not going to say he did sell 10 million records, but uh, Crack Fiends bought 10 million rocks. That don't mean Crack is good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. 
sell a record don't mean nothing. The reason, I mean, I, I'm down with him because he's a brother and he's making his mail. But, however, he's diluting rap. You know what I'm saying? He's making something, he's playing that Sambo role. And the reason everybody's buying his record is because he's no threat and everybody want to see Sambo dance. Okay, what's your favorite rap jam? It's yours. So basically, he was saying the main man, he's tap dancing or whatever. You know, hey, look. I, you know, I don't know a lot about MC Hammer. I just thought that was an interesting thing to play. I thought that was an interesting thing thing to play. But even even something even more important that nobody's talking about, this is from The Guardian. Louisiana police accused of unconscionable abuse in the Brave Cave. Baton Rouge officers allegedly brutalized disrobed detainees in a storage shed once used for anti-crime. So basically what they're doing is they're kidnapping black folks down here in Baton Rouge and beating them while Akon's running around here talking about you need to forget. While this nigga's using this Wakanda babble. This nigga probably ain't in Wakanda. This nigga probably somewhere in East St. Louis. <laughs> then they say he tucks down to East St. Louis. We're going to get to that in a minute. Across from an industrial hose and a gasket supplies office in a mostly empty and fenced off lot behind a precinct house belonging to the police department of Louisiana's capital city. There sits a white storage shed without any markings explaining its purpose. Now that's another red flag. That's another red flag. Let me, let me go ahead and take a look at this here. And I'm looking at this picture. They call it the brave cave. There's no markings. That single story warehouse within a couple blocks of a daycare center. So they're torturing black folks next to a daycare center. That should be a violation of human rights right off the rip. An eatery specializing in chicken wings and a gas station frequent, frequented by unwary residents is now the focus of local and federal authorities examining alarming claims that officers with the Baton Rouge police took and detained people there and brutalized them. Allegations portraying the warehouse once used by the Baton Rouge area violation and elim elimination or brave and nothing brave about these bastards anti street crime unit as a sort of a black site or torture chamber are contained in two federal court lawsuits filed relatively recently. So that sounds like they've been doing this a long time. One of the lawsuits maintains that a woman was illegally forced to disrobe and endure a humiliating search of her body. So that's sexual assault. Another contends a man was so badly beaten by officers who took him to their so-called brave cave that one of his ribs was broken. Now see, they're supposed to be downtown getting questioned and booked, but they're bringing them to that's abduction. That's kidnapping. The plaintiffs accused police have violated their civil rights and have demanded damages prompting not only public outcry against the local law enforcement establishment, but also making an impact, at least at this early state of the scandal. Looks like one family received a four and a half billion dollar settlement from Baton Rouge city government to conclude an SP, uh, episode presaging the worldwide protest against pr police brutality that were elicited by Minneapolis officers murder of George Floyd in 2020. I'm going to let y'all read up on that, but just let you know th this is going on. They got brave caves going on down here. 
And now you had this dude, he's whining. Okay, this is probably a really bad idea. And, for, he, and he starts it off just like that right there. He starts it off just he said, this is a really bad idea. So this this is a race soldier. He's whining because he wants a job from Elon Musk. But then he's turning around and telling his so-called or so to say so to be hired employer. Hey, listen, I don't want to be employed by you. If this ain't white privilege, people know what I look like. I run the account BIPOC doing racism, BIPOC racism. The majority of the hate content on that platform is directed at white people. And I have now been locked out again. I am being targeted again. Something happened to the algorithm where they're going back to the old standards or somebody on the moderation team locked my account. Okay, so this message is for Elon Musk and he's not going to respond. He will not. I have sent my resume to Ella Irwin to be hired uh -oh. on the moderation. So you sent your resume in so you want a job. You sound like a white Roland Martin. <laughs> you want a job. That's what you want, sir. You want a job. So you want to kiss this man's ass and you want to insult him at the same time. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. Probably a really bad idea. Okay. On that platform, them where they're going back to the old standards or somebody on the moderation team locked my account okay so this message is for elon musk and he's not going to respond he will not i have sent my resume to ella Irwin to be hired on the moderation team i heard no response i have tweeted elon tons of times i follow nobody you know what and and this is privilege for you nobody has to acquiesce to what you say nobody doesn't have to give you a job the accounts that he follows they follow me back there's absolutely no way that elon does not either know about my account or have has seen my account he is a coward so at this point because i'm a twitter blue member if anybody has any um leads onto as to an attorney who can sue i would like to bring a lawsuit against twitter uh, you know what? You're a privileged white man. You should be able to call an attorney up very easily. You shouldn't have any problems with that, sir. See, he reminds me of one of these little alt-rights against one of these little bedwinch coons. He sounds like one of these little alt-white white dudes that would turn around and say, oh, well, you know, I'm just trying to keep things equal for everybody and stuff like that. And then, you know, he has this little immigrant coon wife, you know, saying from, from, from somewhere fresh off the boat. He, he looks like one of those. Because at this point, I'm a paying customer. I'm being denied access to the product that I've purchased. I understand if you don't want me to show how shitty your moderation team is. Why don't you just go over there to where all the little redneck white supremacist sites are at? Why don't you just go over there? That's what I'm saying. If you don't like the service so much, why don't you just go over there to 4chan and all of that? I'm not playing no more of this dude. He's a whiner. He's a whiner. Stop whining. You ain't got to whine. What you whining for? Oh, we got I got to cover this too. I got to cover this too. He he done flip back. Joe done flip back into his old ways. They're like, "Oh, well, he just made a mistake." No, nah, he's just being Joe.
and two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip-hop in America, LLJ Cool J. LLJ Cool J. Man, go home and go to bed. Cool J. By the way, that boy's got, that man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. Uh-oh. I think he's been... J Cool J. You ain't black. By the way, that boy's got, that man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. I think he's been... And MC Light, both of you, thank you. And MC Light. And two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip hop. Yeah. 94 Crime Bill Joe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nas Ilmatic nigga came out around that time. <laughs> Nas Ilmatic came around, Joe, while you was locking niggas up left and right. Saxophone, saxophone Bill. Bill was getting his, Bill was getting, blowjob Bill. Blowjob Bill, Crooked Hillary. So Super Predator, Crooked Hillary, blowjob Bill, 94 Crime Bill Joe. Jumping Jim, 94 Crime Bill Joe. Saxophone, saxophone Bill was getting, he, he was getting his blowjob going on. Monica was knocking him off. Yeah, Monica was knocking him off, man. Monica was knocking him off left and right. What is this here? What, what are we looking at? I'm going to erase that because I'm going to, I haven't heard any information. So uh, I'll leave that alone for now. What do we got here? It's another thing somebody sent me. Hmm. Well, I'll look at that another time. I'll look at that another time. I'll look at that another time. Speaking of Joe, I was looking on this website. Eulogy for Strom Thurmond. Nancy. Strom. Julian Paul, James Strom Thurmond. Fritz, he was one complex guy. For what else would explain that he asked, I'm told by Nancy, a guy named Biden from the state of Delaware to be one of his eulogists? I'll never figure him out, and Strom, I won't forgive you. <laughs> Lindsay, I always thought I was in control, but I knew down deep I wasn't. And I think this is his last laugh. <laughs> For what else could explain a Northeast liberal's presence here as the only outsider speaking today? With the possible exception of Vice President Cheney. Strom Thurmond was the only man whom I knew who, in a literal sense, lived in three distinct and separate periods of American history and lived what would have been considered a full life 
in each of those periods, particularly in his beloved South. Born into an era of essentially unchallenged and unexamined mores of the South, reaching his full maturity in an era of fully challenged and critically examined bankrupt mores of his beloved South, and living out his final three decades in a South that had formally rejected its past on race. At each of these stages, in my observation, and I was only with him the last three decades, Strom represented exactly where he came from. There's an old hymn that includes these lyrics. Once to every man and nation comes the moment to decide in the strife of truth with falsehood for the good or evil side. Then it is the brave man chooses while the coward stands aside. No one ever doubted Strom Thurmond's physical courage. You've heard much written about it. Not 15 years ago, I was reminded of this, I was coming across to vote in the Senate, going up the escalator, and a fella who apparently had held a long-time grudge against Senator Thurman, a tourist, literally interposed himself between me and Strom. Yeah, Strom Thurman. Dude was linked in with the Klan and all that. Y'all ain't heard that. That was a eulogy. Old crime bill Joe. Where that, that boy, uh, that man, LL Cool uh, J. Uh, you ain't black. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, Thurman, Thurman, you know, he, he, he was hanging out with him. That's who he hung out with. Y'all, of course, y'all didn't know about that. Let's talk about FYJ Maine, FYBJ Maine in the conditions of Clayton County. Okay. Let's look, let's start, as he said, let's start there. That bitch works in Cook County. That bitch works in Hey, I said, I seen a motherfucker put an app on. I said, look, I'm going to tell you like this. Clayton County, man. I just want to teach you. I just want to teach you. Hey, C-Hood County, man. You say this what? I say Clayton County, man. This C-Hood County, man. I'll be all this motherfucker. He talking about Clayton County, this C-Hood County. I'll be all this motherfucker. Hey, look, I'm gonna tell you like this. You can, who the fuck is that rat? Yeah, that's rat. I just want to feature. Hey, look, I'm gonna tell you like this, hood. You can hide that shit. It ain't different. <laughs> hey, I ain't talking about hey. the jail now. I'm oh, just talking man. about the county with the different <laughs> cities now. Fuck the bullshit. I'm like, oh no, you can hide that motherfucker. Oh, boy, I seen it out. Hey, 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 I seen. I seen the motherfucker. I seen the motherfucker put an app on. I seen the motherfucker put an app on 15 in their ass. I'm like, oh yeah, y'all can hide this bitch. If they doing it, man, and then oh, even, hey, even the gangsters, man, they probably was looking at you, man. They ready for you put that, 
Put your thumb in their ass, man. Yeah, yeah, nah. Yeah, it was some shit going on in there. I ain't gonna cap it. In there, man, you got gangsters rolling around under the straight goddamn Zesty act in there, man. Yeah, they was in that fucking ATL. Live concerns about conditions and inmate safety at the Clayton County Jail. That's right. The girlfriend of a current inmate reached out to us trying to get some answers. 11 Alive's Dawn White tonight talking to her about their claims. The outside of the Clayton County Jail looks normal. I just need somebody to hear me out, and I, we need help in here in the Clayton County Detention Center. But a current inmate says what goes on inside is not. I'm in a pond with murderers, rapists, killers, inmates with real heavy, deadly charges. No doors locked. I repeat, no doors locked. There have been four to five stabbings. One I witnessed myself. The inmate was leaking from head to toe, drenched in blood, with blood all over the floor. This inmate who's These in are the, the conditions in Clayton County. There's a lot of articles about it. Safe inside the jail. I'm in here with a light charge, and they housing me with mental health people. It's been freezing cold. Inmates walking around with blankets covering their body. They found an inmate dead in the trash can right before I got moved in. The man claims the water to take a shower is always cold, and they get one bottle of water a day. This jail is overpopulated and I've been sleeping on the floor since I've been here. The CO's playing with the tasers, threatening to shoot the inmates. The inmate says he's also worried about his health and that he'll get seriously ill. It flooded out for a whole night and a half. They didn't move us. No, there's more. It's only on 11 Alive. Concerns growing right now over the conditions and inmate safety at the Clayton County Jail. The girlfriend of a current inmate reaching out to 11 Alive trying to get him some answers. 11 Alive's Don White joins us live in Jonesboro with more on what that inmate is claiming. Don. Ron, the girlfriend of that inmate who is inside of the Clayton County Jail right now, she sent me a recording of him behind bars and also gave us permission to use it. And she says what he is experiencing inside there is horrific. The outside of the Clayton County Jail looks normal. I just need somebody to hear me out. And I oh, this is okay. This is this is another Clayton one. This is this is another one. Hold on. Let's go. Let's go to this other one here. That looks like that's the same. Well, federal, they're asking for a, a federal probe. Georgia Senator John Ossoff says living conditions inside the Clayton County Jail are inhumane. Ossoff now urging U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland to open an investigation into the jail. Fox News Eric Perry talked one-on-one uh, -on -one with the senator. Eric, what did he tell you? Yeah, Tom, Alex, good afternoon. Graphic details inside this two-page letter to the U.S. Attorney General. In it, it claims a physical and mental neglect and in some cases, death. Everyone is entitled to constitutional rights, civil rights, and human rights. U.S. Senator John Ossoff wants the Department of Justice to look into conditions inside the Clayton County Jail. There are uh, credible reports uh, and significant evidence, in my view, uh, that conditions in the jail are inhumane, are dangerous, put lives at risk. In a two-page letter to U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland, the senator says jail conditions are at a dire and crucial position. Claims of a 38-year-old who died just one day after he was booked in to other accounts of inmates being shocked with tasers and left unattended to bed bugs to inmates having to share underwear. This facility houses 
pretrial detainees in many cases, folks who have been convicted of no crime, uh, but have been arrested and or charged or are waiting trial. I don't know if I could qualify it as an easy fix, but I think it's a worthwhile fight to have. Prominent Atlanta attorney Thomas Reynolds could not agree more. Nobody deserves to be put into a position where they're being mistreated, where they're being malnourished, where they're being physically or sexually abused, and the people responsible for them are turning a blind eye or worse, are contributing to it. Reynolds says his office gets numerous calls of the conditions inside Clayton County. The DOJ is already investigating conditions inside the Fulton County Jail. Every day that action is not taken, people are dying or being abused within these facilities. And this is known. This is something that's very, very well known. They can't deny it. I don't think I'm worried about that part. Let's see here. You won't worry about that part too much. What else we got? Oh, they done took that off. Had to been something important. Yeah, I ain't gonna worry about that either. It's not pertinent to the conversation at all. This is interesting. Let's talk about that. job because she wouldn't take shots I am being escorted out of Kaiser Permanente Hospital for um, my religious beliefs because I don't want to get the jab and um, I asked all day for someone to explain to me why my sincerely held religious beliefs are not good enough for Kaiser. And no one was able to do that for me. Bye. So now they're escorting me out because I wanted an answer and I'm not leaving without an answer. And I have some nurses here who are standing with me in solidarity and I appreciate that. And I just want all of you to count the cost. I want you to watch this and think what really matters to me because I am willing to lose my safety and security, my house, everything for my freedom. And I want you to think about that. And this is somebody that's been there since the beginning. Now she was good enough to handle all the COVID patients. She was good enough for that. When folks was in America dying left and right, she was good enough to handle all the patients. But now, because she doesn't want to take the jab, you want to get on her case. What's going on with that? I'm not understanding. It doesn't make sense. Yep. Going down. Let me ask you, do you believe in religious freedom? I do. 
Well, Kaiser doesn't. Do you believe in religious freedom? Do you believe in religious freedom? Okay, well, Kaiser doesn't believe in religious freedom because they are not accepting mm -hmm. my religious oh. exemption based on my sincerely held religious beliefs. So, that's a problem. Love you. All day I've been asking for someone from HR to come talk to me about why my religious exemption was not good enough for Kaiser. So I've been asking and asking and no one will give me an answer. So I, that was at 1045 this morning that I was told I'm now being placed on unpaid um, administrative leave for no reason. I showed up to work this morning, happy to work. All I wanna do is work. All I wanna do is work. Since the beginning, I've been a COVID nurse since the beginning when we didn't know what was going on. When we didn't know what kind of rooms we were walking into. But that's what we do, we're nurses. I'll keep doing that just somewhere else. Um, but I want you all to think about what matters to you because this matters to me. Freedom matters to me because when it's a slippery slope when you start taking away freedoms, slippery slope. So Kaiser, thank Yeah, there you go. Now she's been there. She, that's some valid questions. They're walking her out. She had to go to the video. She had to go to TikTok. Because she couldn't even get the answer from her employer. And she's been running around here saving lives since the very beginning. And you can't even give her a damn answer. That's a really sh real shitty environment. What is this company called? Where's Kaiser? I don't... Kaiser... Is it a hospital? She said it was a hospital. Is this the one here? Based in Oakland, California? I don't know. I'm not really sure because there could be a bunch of different Kaisers. Kaiser Hospital. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. So I, I don't want to say, well, I, you know, this is a specific one. I looked it up on Google. I don't have specifics. So I'm not going to say, well, hey, that's the one. If that's not the one, if I don't know, uh, if I don't know for sure, for sure, then I don't really want to do that. I don't really want to do that. I don't want to do that. But speaking of, there was an article the international sent me saying that Minnesota surpassed 15,000 deaths killed or 15,000 people killed by COVID. Um, a grim milestone has been reached in Minnesota more than three years after the COVID-19 pandemic began. The state has now seen more than 15,000 deaths due to the virus. For comparison, that's about the population of the city of Alexandria. Deaths have slowed down significantly since the peak, but state data shows that we're still losing one or two people per day on average. In the pandemic's peak in late 2020, the state saw a rolling seven-day average of more than 70 mortalities due to COVID-19. Then they start talking about the jab and things of that nature and stuff like that. So, yeah, we'll, we'll stay tuned on that. I'm not exactly sure. I don't know. I have no clue. But I do have some good tech news.
for anybody that's in the tech field. Well, what is this here? Yeah, I was going to cover that. I, I don't worry about it, but uh, check this out. Naomi sent me this. I've been waiting for this for a while. In a different spirit here, we're talking. Former Limbo Devs World Leaping Adventure Cocoon joins Xbox Game Pass. Um, Y'all know how I feel about Play Dead and some of the independent platform games. Um, Cocoon, it comes from Jeppe Carlson, who was the lead gameplay designer for Limbo and Inside and seems to offer world leaping puzzles on a cosmic scale. Now your character carries world inside orbs on their backs and you jump between these worlds to solve puzzles. Each orb has its own ability. Given that Cocoon is a cryptic puzzle game, there's not too much info yet on the story, just that we'll be surveying through strange environments and the ruins of an ancient civilization to solve a cosmic mystery. Cocoon won't be testing us with puzzles either as we'll have to face guardians of every world. After Cocoon, we're moving into October and there's a whole wave of upcoming Game Pass games to watch out for. So this was just a little quick article that he sent me. Um, anything, anybody that was involved in Little Nightmares or Inside, Play Dead, uh, I still haven't played Somerville. I still haven't played that yet. But any of those, hey man, I'm going to cover them. I'm definitely going to cover them. I'm absolutely going to cover them. What do we got for bars today? What do we got for bars? Let's go into some bars and then let's go into what's going on in Chicago. These are heavy bars. Straight out to Jack, huh? Hey, it's the young jiggy nigga from Mississippi. What's poppin', bitches? My flow coat is a hockey mitten. I'm oh so clever, that's how I know when I rap. I be rubbing these pussies wrong like a dyke who don't know no better. Hey, bitch, I might just cruise through in a wide body. I'm plain Jane, I don't put design on my body. The day I give a fuck, will be the day that I die, probably. And they still press a nigga, my golly. Why try me knowing I may pull a bitch and don't even crack a box? To show her I ain't pressed over your pussy. Go cool, bitch, your cack a rot. Thinking you can get me to give a fuck. Bitches are Start gassing just to get me the elf Like they filling up So me, I fuck a slut for the hell of it If you cheating on your nigga And you don't give me head Then I'm telling bitch I put the real out It can get evicted Don't play with me Had to tell a tornado Don't get it twisted This shit is wicked Hold on, two seconds One Mississippi, two Mississippi I ain't got no type Women's basketball I just be picking bitches I'm out the chain like a missing link But I'm tired of telling them That shit be draining like kitchen sinks So Damn. I gotta show on my dog shit Like I'm picking knees Choose any problems that you want Just don't be picking knees Niggas trying to Derail them again. They ain't get it the first time, so I reiterate and tell them again. I kill shit. Fucking with me could call kidney failure, brain scars, tumors and lesions, heart palpitations, numeral seizures, stroke, pancreatic pains, chronic fatigue, mesothelioma, bowel incompetence, and meningitis disease, digestive problems, frequent bleeding and liver damage, trouble breathing, possibly death, and memory shortages in your hippocampus. I swear this shit finna be dumb. Bitch, if you brush me wrong, you gon' see blood. I'm sensitive gums. You can act tough, but I'm pounding your jaw. Don't care how brave you is. Courage ain't gon' save you, you cowardly doubt. Hey, I might pull a nigga bitch for a kinky link, have a drinky drink, and beat a stinky pink till his rinky ding. What you think he think? I don't think he happy at all, dawg. My car law got bitches who ready to get it jumping like some frog balls. The king of Mississippi, this rap shit in the bag, dawg. I hop on beats and proceed to streak and showing my ass. Look, I'm rolling. Straight out to Jack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jack Town got, y'all got one. Y'all got one. I mean, they, they got one. 
I'm going to keep promoting this stuff. It, yeah, it's off the hook. What happened here? Nobody did anything. Now, right here, they said, right here, they said a transgender male randomly and forcefully attacked a female student at an Oregon high school. He said she can't breathe. He gets, yeah. So this dude, he just grabs her. And nobody did anything. Nobody did anything to this punk ass. He grabbed this, he grabbed this girl. The girl was walking. I don't, I don't know what happened beforehand, but the girl was just walking. Look. Yeah. She could've she she could have she could have killed herself. If you would have seen this video, she should have killed herself. I mean, she could she could have killed herself. She she could have killed this person. The, she was walking, and the dude grabbed her. I'm not gonna call her a woman. Fuck your pronouns, <laughs> nigga. Fuck your pronouns, nigga. I don't give a fuck about your pronouns. I don't give a damn about your pronouns. This is gonna be a short one tonight. I'm sick of this shit, man. I'm sick of this shit. I'm really sick of these dudes. Now listen to this. Uh, of course, I'm going to be. Oh, he's misogynic. He's misogynist. He's well. Get you a strong black man. I tell you. Complex, but those renters say you a strong black man more than a dozen tenants at a Tyler apartment complex. But those renters say they didn't do anything wrong. In fact, they blame an employee for this whole mess. And again, these if these systems was done wrong, they definitely need um justice. And the person that was involved in this hell, yeah, they need to go to jail. But y'all better get you some strong niggas. Better get some strong black men. This independent shit ain't gonna work. Harder Raleigh Jayswell has been working this story since this weekend. She joins us now with what she's learning. Renters say the issues began earlier this month when their leasing agent sent them a special offer. Half off their rent if they paid through the agent. I went into the leasing office to talk to her more because I know that in this time of day there's a lot of scams going on. And I was like, hey, is this legit? Like, Tattoos, of course. Like, yes, girl, trust me. I'm Tattoos and wigs. Excited and relieved to be getting a discount, several residents took advantage of the offer. She ensured me that I would get a receipt and that I can go into my portable and see that she had paid the amount. I just checked my port. I had a balance. And when I went back, it was zero. She sent me a picture of the receipt and everything. It was paid off. But things took a turn. Two weeks later, residents say they were hit with a double rent payment and a notice that they never paid. Yeah, I was trying to pay the balance later on. They told me that my portable was locked and that they that I couldn't pay my rent. And by Friday, I had the eviction notice to be out in three days. I'm not seeing. Listen, y'all, I, I just want to see this as a this is just a just a warning moment. I'm not seeing that one black male out there. This strong black single mother shit is not going to work for y'all. Well, the tenant uh, doesn't have to leave. It's just something to let that tenant know that the property manager or the property owner is going to 
uh, follow through with an eviction process. Complicating matters, the eviction notice shown to me by residents states the tenants facing eviction violated their lease by committing fraud or theft. But the residents say they're actually the victims here. They have filed a police report against the leasing agent who has reportedly been fired. I know I wasn't going to get my money back, so I went to the police. Remember, the last one I reported, this was in Minnesota. <laughs> this strong black, this strong black and independent shit gonna cost y'all. I'm telling you. I press charges. Tyler PD says this investigation is still ongoing. According to Constable, the eviction has to be filed through the Justice of Peace office. And we will uh, go and serve. So now there's gonna be a civil matter. They're not really trying to lock the person up like that. A citation, letting the tenants know that the eviction process has has started. We're serving them, and then that will be. And this mothball head nigga here, they just put him on there to make it look good. I don't think we need to see any more of that. I don't think we need to see any more of that. I do want to play this a race soldier. It sounds like they was in the East Coast somewhere, and it's just some black some black kids riding their bikes, man, and um. The police tells them on some sundown stuff like go back north. Basically go back. Hold on, let's let's play. Or Jersey cop follows us, then chases us on foot. Jersey. Oh, you gotta try to stop us? Oh. No, what the fuck? Go back north. It says go back north. What are you on, bro? Go back north. Basically, you need to turn around. You can't go any further. That's sundown town tactics, y'all. Hey, I'm feeling like where's 981 right now? But we on the bikes, though. What are we doing? Now, remember, you're supposed to ride your bike in the street following the law. Bro, we not stopping, fool. Fuck him, bro. We didn't do nothing wrong. Yeah, he tweaking, bro. How about this? Everybody on the sidewalk. Everybody on the sidewalk. Everybody on the sidewalk. Yo, he on some weird shit, bro. So now they on the sidewalk. This race soldier is following them. Yo, he bugging. Yo, who's mad, yo? Who's mad? He chasing us for a while. What's up with you Jersey cops, yo? Or Jersey cop follows up. Yeah, they on some bullshit. Sound like they were looking for an ambush. While Akon running around here talking about we need to forget. While Akon's running around here telling us we need to forget. Let me see if I can find that. There was a sister that was, uh, she was going off about what was going on in Chicago. Where was it? Where was this at? There was a sister that was talking about Chicago. Let me see if I can find that. I just seen that. Let me see. I'll get rid of that. Get rid of that here. I just I just had it. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Everybody I can find that another time. 
Let's see if I can find it. I don't, I don't know what I did with it. I literally just had it not too long ago. Hold on, let's let's see let's see if I can find this real quick. I'll get rid of that. Well, let's let's just play something else here. Something y'all may not know about. Black American freedmen history you should know. Did you know the concept of family reunions came from Black American freedmen? After being freed on paper, Black Americans sought to reunite with lost family members. While the transition to freedmen was not an easy one, Black families who were stripped of their names, rights, identity, and separated for years still made every effort to reunite with lost loved ones. Freedmen would place information wanted ads in newspapers, publish newspaper advertisements, and use word of mouth in search of any family they could remember. Sadly, some were never discovered, but many were found. Those who were found created a tradition to stay in touch. Extended family members met up on specified dates or holidays all over the country to build new ties of kinship, meet new and old family members, cook, dance, and more. This family tradition became a tangible symbol of resilience that we now know as family reunions. Today, our family reunions continue, but not nearly as much. You just need to know that the concept started with us. My hands and knees cleaning up after white folks, taking in laundry. See, you do what you have to do to stay strong. And we ain't supposed to be, we're not supposed to be happy and we're not supposed to be proud of our fucking heritage. We done created, we done created a culture for the last, we done created a culture here in the last couple hundred years, man. It ain't nobody fucking duplicated. It ain't, that ain't no disrespect towards nobody. We done did the, impo the fucking impossible. We've done the impossible. Check this out. Did y'all know this? Did you know that black, Amer black American freedom history? We should know. Did you know that black Americans created their own amusement parks when they couldn't go to white ones? Yes, sir. Joyland was the first and largest black owned amusement park in the nation in the 1920s. It was established in 1923 by black Americans who pooled their resources for more entertainment for what was then the black business district of Bronzeville in Chicago. The amusement park advertised come one, come all for its free attractions. And while it only covered two miles, the park's attractions included merry-go-rounds, swings, Ferris wheels, and live jazz music. The park was so popular that it harmed the profits of surrounding white businesses. And because of that, business owners lobbied against Joyland's license renewals yearly and constantly made false claims against the black-owned park. Owners of Joyland did put up a fight, but when white politicians stepped in to help white business owners put an end to it, the park was closed. It was only open for two seasons. The area where the park resided is now a parking lot for the Illinois Institute of Technology. Joyland, everyone. Joyland, yeah. The descendants of the slaves. Don't get it twisted. Bet you ain't got another Joyland anywhere else, nigga. They knew, race soldiers knew that, well, damn, if they keep this up, this is going to bankrupt us because they ain't really going over us. See, when you leave us alone, when you leave black folks in America alone, man, we really make shit pop. There's a reason. There's a reason why the world specifically looks at black Americans for a certain reason. There's a reason. 
Y'all could go do the research, do your homework, whatever you want to call it. There's a reason. We're we're special. Like Dr. Claude Anderson, we're special people. Ain't nobody did what we did. That's no disrespect towards anybody else. Ain't ain't nobody did what we did. Ain't ain't no other Michael Jackson that ain't from here, nigga. That's a claim to fame. We should be able to say that. Like the sister was saying, you need to be proud of your heritage. If your folks did that, they did that. You're not really shitting on nobody else, but we ain't we ain't we ain't taking we ain't think, take no slack. Well, you should just forget about it or whatever. No, nigga, we got heritage of this bitch. Before you tell us what we should forget about, show us a Martin Luther King. Show us a Malcolm X. Show us a Ida B. Wells in Senegal, nigga. Show us. Give us a name. Don't you ever disrespect us like that. Sometimes you got to check your cousins, nigga. Yeah, nigga, you, you, you in Cockroach City in Caprini Green, nigga. You living over here and you ain't no cockroaches over here. Don't you dare say nothing about what I need to be doing. You need to figure out how you can get rid of them, them big ass starship trooper cockroaches. <laughs> you need to figure that out. Don't you dare say nothing about me, nigga. Don't you dare. You over here with multiple felonies and all kinds of what do they call that, man, when you can't get another place no more, man. What do they call that where you can't rent another place? You can't get no rent. You can't even, nigga, you can't even, your credit score is janky. Everything's janky. And you over here talking shit about me. Sometimes you got to check your cousins. Sometimes you got to tell them, like, wait a minute, bro. Oh, wait a minute. Don't do that, man. Don't forget. Here's another thing. I want to play all this. And shout out to Chicago. This is Chicago. This, this, this is Chicago while they blaming all the crime on black folks. Latin Kings and SDs. Satan disciples. They said it's on Chicago Southwest side. So they want to blame all the black folks for all the crime. No, no, we're not going to do that. Not going to do that. I had an old video I played a long time ago where they was playing. Wow, it was it was some niggas that they were saying was some GDs that was coming through a little village or somewhere and that was lighting their ass up. And and they were saying for some of the people on it was some Latin saying, you know, nigga this, nigga that. But then some of them was on some Mayate shit. Like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You talking about Mayate, that's something different. Well, what 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 is you know, Mayate? They was calling niggas Mayates. I said, okay. See, this is what people should be doing. It's Aaron Kimura. I'm a fifth generation Chinese and Japanese American and a fifth generation San Franciscan. Um, I'm here today to fully support black reparations because this is the bare ass minimum. Period. The bare ass minimum. Um, History is enough of a reason. The dehumanization that we've seen is enough of a reason for why we need redress and reparations now. Um, this is not an impossible reality, right? We've seen this with the Japanese Americans in the late 1980s. They received on the federal level 
reparations, and the fact that black folks and our black community and our brothers and sisters are still waiting for a formal apology. Ooh-wee. I'm just going to leave that there just to simmer. Well. Um, and I just really want to note, especially as an Asian American woman, I would not be here if it were not for the black liberation struggle, the black freedom fighters, culture creators, and the world builders that have fought for my liberation. So. Yeah. Thank you. My name is Aaron Kimura. I'm a. Well. No, man. We, we yeah, n- n- niggas need that, man. Give give us our bread. You got illegals in New York, illegals in Chicago, left and right. Let me find that. Hold on. Let me find that, man. I gotta find that. It was this sister that was. Is this it? Let me just type in Chicago. I I, I guess had it. I don't know where it's at. I just I just seen it. I'm like, damn, did I get rid of it? Okay, let's see. Where is it? That's crazy. Let me see if I could find if I put it in the trash or something, let me just type in Chicago. It was a sister that was snapping. She was getting off. Yeah, I'm not sure where the hell this is. Okay, let me go back. I gotta find this, y'all. It's important that I that I find this. This 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 sister was getting off. Hold on, is this it? No, that ain't it. Let's get rid of that. I could look at that another time. Look at that another time. Get you rid of that. Is this it? Nope, that's not it either. I just seen it. What the hell? I just seen that. That's really crazy. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where it is. But let me, let me try to look it up. Let me try to look it up here. Let's see if we can look this up. Illegal aliens in Chicago. See if it's illegal aliens in Chicago. 
And it was a it was a council meeting. Yeah, see they they really don't yeah, they 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 really don't want to get the black grassroots in there. They don't really want to do that. They really don't want to get the black grassroots in there talking about this. This is crazy. Okay, well, I don't know. I'm just going to have to just delete all this shit. I really do. It's literally, I got literally about a thousand emails. Well, I couldn't find it, you guys. I don't know. I'll try it again and, and we'll see what we could do next time. But I think I'm going to go ahead and um try to record something else. So soon as we get that, I'm going to make sure I do my analysis on that and we'll go from there. Y'all over and out. Peace.